9,000, episode 146. Back at it, Mark. Oh, man. How long has it been? Uh, I think it's been over a month. Heartfelt apologies to all of those dedicated listeners. An unusually long stretch for us. Busy time. Has been busy. Mark, what have you been up to? I'm going to turn off the air conditioning. You talk. That's an evaporative cooler, Josh. I have one of those now. Trying to figure out how it works. Uh, you know Am what I'm wrong up to. In calling it air conditioning. It conditions the air. But it's very, it's very different. It's not a freon-based system. Are... <laughs> Correct. Most people colloquially would think of air conditioning as you shut all your windows, yeah. recirculate this treated air. The evaporative cooler is a whole different approach to cooling your house. It's a much more organic experience. You want to crack some windows and get that flow going. You create a breeze. You actually invite the outside in. Absolutely. Which is what this podcast is all about. It's what the future is going to be about. Why are we talking about evaporative coolers? Because I went to turn it off because it was That's it was right. a little bit of a hum. You know me uh, and a hum. And then were you starting to explain uh, why we haven't been able to record? Because of your... Has it been me? Oh. Hectic schedule. It ha- I was going to say basement, which is almost done. I've made many Long attempts. Long time listeners. You ha- un- a twist of fate. A turn of the screw. Oh, indeed. A haughty turn of the screw. A little text from Josh. Are we going to record? Ooh, can't, man. I had the busiest work week, month, work month, I think, of my life. Really? Of your entire life? Busier June 2019. Than, busier than any of your time at AOL? Yep. You were probably just like flip-flopping it through the halls at AOL, weren't you? A lot of that. A lot of flip-flopping. Just like pretending you were busy? You got it. Just, oh, I'm just taking the temperature, if you know what I'm saying. Ruffling papers. Yep. <laughs> um... Uh, I don't know. It was, uh, I'm, I was, I was glad to get it. Two very large, interesting top secret projects. Oh, we can't talk about them at all? Nope. Not even what they're about? No, no. Oh man, that's one funny story we can't tell then. Oh well. Well, I can tell you the webinar story. That's a whole different thing. No, I was talking about the other one. But I can't even, I can't even reference it because I might, oh. I might leak some information. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't talk about that. No, okay. absolutely not. Not any, not any Zero. aspect of it. Zero. All right. You can tell me. We can tell my webinar story. I think. Oh. Oh. Is that for the tarot? <laughs> well, it is. Actually, Mark, not so much a tarot reading this week, but I do have a surprise for you. You you might as well girdle yourself now because it, I had hoped to record right after this happened, but, you know, you've been busy. I am. I'm sorry to I you I can't say why. I'm glad to be here now. But... I working. had an astrological reading done. Oh my lord! By a gentleman named Roy Neal. He's like this little wizard. He's got this little office. Was this an in-person reading? It was one-on-one. Uh, so what happened is my wife had seen Roy Neal in the past at the suggestion of one of her longtime guests. How how long ago did this happen? That did she see Roy? And how long? How often does it happen? Okay, well she saw Roy for the first time. I'm thinking it was like two years ago. Uh-huh. In fact, she got me uh, as a present that year for Christmas, maybe. You're probably not going to find him online. 
that's what you're trying to do. I am trying to do that. He, I feel like you, I don't know how you would encounter him. I suppose I could introduce you to him and that would be the way to do it. He's not like out there in the world. I feel like you have to discover him in a way because he's pretty legit. And I know, I know you like to balk. I wish I had, I should have had my paperwork. What did out. he do? He built himself as Roy Neal, astrologer, Denver. Oh, I Comes thought right was, up. Does he have a website? And here he is at Wisley. He's a great dude. There he is. Come on, my friend. Yep. Let's see. He is a professional astrologer who posts monthly and quarterly updates for his readers here. Mm-hmm. Is that still happening? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just to set the stage, an astrologer, teacher, counselor with a private practice in the Denver area. Yeah, he's just this genuinely, like, really interesting, in tune dude. Studying and practicing in the areas of, in the areas of psychology, mm. astrology, and spiritual development. Since 1981, here's a phone number. He wants to facilitate awareness of how to actualize your creative potential. Yeah. Navigate the challenges and transformational periods of your life. Oh, come on. I mean, he had so many amazing things to Here's say. His address. I'm someone who kind of grew up. I would read my uh, star charts in the in the paper as a kid. I think just you know to try and like prepare you for the day, give you like a little bit of, well, you know, a little a way to focus your energy for the day. And be, I felt like they often kind of lined up, but I never. Is there a good app for that? I bet there's a good app. There probably is, but here's the thing. To get your reading really boom. I think we probably talked about it on the podcast before. You just can't be stopped. You are steamrolling to something. Go for it. No, I'm not. But, you know, if you think about uh, the moon, the way just the moon and its gravitational pull affects the water on this planet, right? It creates tides. The closer the moon is to us, the higher the tides become. I don't know that. You you can, if you want to say that. Okay, that's speculative, right? Flat Earth. But... So just that moon's gravity affects the water in the ocean that way. And the, the, the ratio, if you look at the ratio of like uh, water to land uh, on the planet Earth, I believe it's like 70%, right? It's a similar ratio of the amount of water in your body. I'm going to fact check you live. Sure. But you think about it, right? You're gestating in your mother's belly. And wherever the... the or Arnold Schwarzenegger's The belly. many stars out in the night sky, right? Even though they're light years away. Look at you! 71% of the Earth's surface is water covered. Yeah. Josh, <laughs> you've just made this story. There's a reason I'm a thought leader, Mark. salable. Okay, well, so think about this, right? Uh-huh. Your cells, each little cell, mostly water, right? So as your cells are forming... This is your own thinking. This isn't Roy Neal. Yeah, this is my own thinking as your to why I, I feel like astrology... Like That's pe- what... Th- people poo-poo it so simply, and I, and I know that you like to do that, you, too. You know what your little journey is? What? You know, yoga, Instagram, you end up there. You I'd be up, fine with that. Of course you would. Because here's the thing. <laughs> oh. Gravity affects water. And if you think about the stars, even though that's gravitational pull coming from millions of light years away, it can still affect the position of the water inside a cell, right? So as your brain's developing, depending on where uh, your what what gravitational forces are pulling it from what direction out in the in the galaxy, in the universe... Why would that not affect your personality? Why would there not why would there not be consistencies to the personalities Josh, of people born at certain times? Do you know well, I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. Right now or later. Right, uh, let's not derail too much because I, I do I have I'm a special <laughs> treat for you. So I'll just say this. You need to look into the holo genome. Mm. 
and holobionts <clears throat> and sentient skin. All those things? Absolutely. Okay. You and your energy fields and your tidal pulses, you're going to love it. Well, so another thing about Roy, uh, he has a, a voice for radio, I tell you what, and he records your whole session. Oh. And then he sends it to you. So I have like a two-hour recording of... You had a two-hour session? Well, I sat with him for like an hour and then uh, Nikki came and she had a session right after mine, but I just stayed and we talked a lot about our Take children. Take me through this. I don't get to... I mean, I, are you laying down and holding out your palm? No, we looking at no he lines? just looks at your, he knows like the time you were born and on what date and what year. And then he, he, That's it. he produces a star chart and based on where certain stars are like in different areas of the sky, he can like surmise things about you, things that are important to you, things that drive you and it like meticulous amount of detail and like pretty much spot on. Like I know sometimes he just needs to know the day you were born and the time it helps Ooh, the time he gets like pretty deep. I don't think I know that. But time. based on like where the other signs I are go. and in what houses they rest, like he, he can, I don't know. He, he was able to tell me a lot about myself that made a lot of sense. The one thing that surprised me, oh. he used language that surprised me, but he said that I, he, he said that he saw me having a ministry. Are you I just inhaled some chaga, layered Hamilton chaga coffee right up my... Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Okay, tell me about this ministry. Well, what do you... I think... That's a great term, great word. It is. And at first I was kind of like, you know, I pulled away from him like a ministry. That's a little... It know. does suit you. I don't know who would join, but it does suit you. But then when, when you think about our endeavor here, what is a podcast? You are trying like... Like the, the, the bejesus. I mean, the goal of a podcast is to, to, to form a ministry, ministry, right? You're like trying to audience build an audience that you can talk to about your point of view. Hmm. You can share your ideas, right? So the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess that does make a sense. Gentleman, I can't see you being overt trying to convert. Or... No, I would never do that. No, you wouldn't. But he did tell me that I have, he saw me as like a conduit for, for powerful creative energy and that, and he sensed correctly that expressing his creativity. When I, your, when I did your reading, I saw you as a conduit for mm-hmm. impowerful creative. Is that a it, word? Could, it could be <laughs> impotent creative. What energy? is the opposite of powerful? Weak creative well, energy. Weak. Impowerful. God. <laughs> You're trying too hard, man. No, I'm in. I'm in. Um, so I don't want to get too much into my reading, but like he did, he, he nailed a lot of things about me. It is very important for me to express myself creatively on a regular basis. That's what kind of keeps me together, keeps me feeling energized and involved in the world and this podcast of course is a great way to do that so you asked before we hit record i was asking i was double checking that i had your birthday correct because mark you came up we talked about you during my reading hello yeah because he said it's really important for me to have question one question one did sam come up in your reading he did not of course he did not no it was just mark and nikki like he talked about how important it is for me to have creative partnerships oh and so I was telling him, I, did, I told him nothing about you other than that we work very well together. We've known each other a long time and we record a podcast together. And so then I told him your birthday. Many creative projects together. Absolutely. Well, at least two. Yeah. But I, You're here. I would like you to listen because I think your mind will be blown. He, he <clears throat> only, all he knows is your birthday. That's all the information I gave him. But you, but you got it right. Yeah, July 4th, 1973. Here we go. But uh, July 4th, 73. Here it is. 
this microphone doesn't do him justice. That's fine. And, and when we do the comparison, we take a look at your planets in this wheel. This is your birth chart here in the center. Mm -hmm. And then his July 4th is 11 or 12 degrees cancer. So he's, his son is in your first house. So there's a, a real, uh, probably a sense of, uh, you, you can really be authentic with him. Oh, authenticity. Whatever. What did you say? And he's in Virgo too, so he has his own little analy analytical nature, you know. Analytical <laughs> nature. And uh, his north node's in Capricorn, so. Um, what does that uh, mean? I'll tell you. I'm that, a cancer. That's kind of interesting in the sense that, um, North Node, seven Capricorn. This is a whole new Oh, world. it falls right in your seventh house of relationship. Oh, gosh, you've known this guy. <laughs> Listen. But I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. Past life. You've had a past life connection with this Past life connection. Uh, yeah. There was familiarity right away when we met. Was so, there yeah, not? I think there's a, a bond that came from a previous life, according to my you know, perception of it. Mm -hmm. Mercury, Venus, and Leo. Boy, is he ever a good communicator himself. <laughs> is he not? Does he just put it out there? Or does what? he not? <laughs> does he, he sure does. <laughs> <laughs> he's not shy. You know, he just like no. pops it out. And, he does. Uh, okay, take it easy. God, that's fabulous. Uh, what an inspiration to have a friend like that. Well, really I'm blushing. Yeah. Oh, you're you're quite fortunate to have someone that straight, is Roy. authentic. I mean, you know, that Very puts authentic. it yeah. like what you see is what you get type thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know yeah. that's incredible. Was, was Nicole there for this? And then Jupiter and Aquarius, oh. you know, his... She already knows. Well, he's an inspiration to you in a lot of ways. Uh, do you do projects together? Yeah, we, well, we record a podcast. Yeah, we record a podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that hey, amazing? Hey, that's pretty good. I mean, you got to admit, like, for not knowing you at all, he pretty much nailed key aspects of who you are. Yeah, uh, Straight shooter. Yeah. Not shy. Put it out there. That is, the, the, the shy one's interesting because I grew up very shy. I think I've gotten much less shy as an adult. Huh. I mean, I was introverted and shy, too. Exactly. But as you've come into your own, I feel like he... he I, just lay, I just put it out there. See, I think... I know you think it's... Crazy, but I think you would benefit from spending an hour with Roy. Here we go. Uh, you're probably right. I mean, right. how could it hurt? I mean, it was actually like really, really nice. He kind of, and what he told me too about the stars and the way he views them is it's not like a prognosticator. It's not like fortune telling. It's like a reflection. Like if you think of, um, it's a reflection of what's happening on earth. So it's like, it kind of like shows you what's coming. Like he talked about many like significant Things that'll happen around certain dates, Ooh. shifts, changes for me, things I need to focus on and prepare for. It was it's quite moving. It was a great experience. I can see how it's it, it's a very charged environment. Just even eavesdropping like this. Mm -hmm. right? And I mean, the, one but of the it, main reasons you I know went. What's going to happen to me? What? I'll be sitting there, and he's he probably gauges the who he's talking to, because he did it this way too. He's like, all right, I'll just throw this out there. Like, I think you know him in a past life, and you're like, um. Mm -hmm. As opposed to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, okay, got it, Roy. No, there's no I'm guile sure. with Roy. I think I'm he sure. would just, he would, and he, he like, when he was talking about higher power too, he was like, you know, whatever you want to call it, God, this, that, you know, energy. Like he understands that people, you know, like so many of these terms are loaded. He comes from a very genuine place. And the reason I went to see him is uh, when Nikki went the first time, she had 
told me I should go see him. And actually she gave him my info. So he had the star charts a long time ago, but then she, you know, he had told her that hang on to the recording that I give you because it can be a resource for you years, years from now or whatever. She just kind of stumbled across it on her laptop and started listening to it and realized that almost everything he said that there were a lot of things he said at the time that didn't really Connect. impact her then. Yeah. But since we've opened this business together oh. and the, the things, the challenges, well, the that, reading was pre salon. Yeah. Oh, so that the challenges that she's faced, um, specifically herself, like he, he called them all out. Was the field day showdown in there? No, but like learning to communicate with people mm. like, uh, from, as a boss. Yeah. Manager. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. so I don't, I, I can't, you can't recommend Roy. I can't recommend enough. Roy. I, I think it's almost better even if you are a skeptic to go Probably. sit with him because it's kind of crazy. Because I'm I'm someone who's like skeptical in a lot of ways to certain things. I want to know. Although I'm starting to shed that because I feel like it's why close yourself off to there things. It is. Look at this growth. Look at this personal growth. Always growing. Always growing. Creative, Mark. spiritually. Well, why not? This episode is called... Why not drink it all in? Josh's ministry? Something ministry. Ministry of Josh. <laughs> ministry of Josh. I do have the subhead right here. His son is in my first house. Is that what it was? Yeah, your son's in my first house, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think just hearing that, you, I can tell you're fighting it right now. You are like, part of you so badly oh, wants to go sit with Roy. It's encouraging. It's nice to be like, oh, you guys are meant to be. Yeah, we've known each other in past lives. <laughs> we've known each other in past lives. Ugh. Do you not believe in that stuff at all? Because how do you how do you explain that? Because I, I can remember when I right when I met you. You are asking me if I believe in past lives. Because think about right when I met you at Johnson and Wales, uh, in a in a room there. You interviewed me for an associate editor position. <laughs> that was hilarious. But I feel like within thirty you showed, you showed seconds. Me your manscaping clip. <laughs> Did I show you the clip about me? You made a clip book. Here's where I shaved my body for. <laughs> wow. I really knew what I was doing. I read the room. You did. You did. And it was like, ah, got it. But there was instant familiarity. I was like, oh, there I was. know this guy. Didn't I don't. Any time. He's not like someone. It wasn't like I knew you because I've had like friends just like you. And it was like, right. I just knew you. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Past life. Past life. And you know what's crazy about explained. us talking about this right now? Who else was in the room during that interview? Do you remember? What interview? When you interviewed me at Dining Out for the associate editor position, there was one other person present for that interview, Mark. At the, the editor-in-chief at the time. Kara. Kara was there. I saw her yesterday at Whole Foods. You did? She says hello. Oh. Look at this. Serendipity. I hope she's doing well. She is. She was uh, going to host a, um, a little party for a book club. She was making avocado uh, chocolate mousse. Ooh. She had some fresh raspberries as well. <laughs> I wonder, well... So, Mark, do you believe in... You, you don't believe in Shout past out. lives? Chopkins. What about recycled energy? I don't know about the past life, because that's the whole... You're just getting into, into sort of like... It's a very logical... What do you... Do you tell your kids you believe in God? Do they ask? They ask. It's interesting, because... Mm. I think my inclination to poo-poo believing in God... Mm-hmm. Comes from my father. The second time you've said poo poo on this podcast. Have I? Yeah, you took the tape. When did I say poo poo? Some other poo poo. You were poo pooing something else. Really? Am I poo pooing things? Yes. Well, my dad, uh, he was raised Catholic. 
and he always called himself a recovering Catholic. And he was like, Interesting. I wouldn't, I don't know if he ever used the word atheist, but he definitely was like, rejected the faith, rejected that rejected. Like, I feel like, and then, you know, he, he eventually drank himself to an early grave and his main struggle in trying to achieve sobriety through a program was that he could not surrender to a higher power. I think his knee jerk thing was to associate that with like God and his experience in Catholic school, I assume. But I think that was just too rigid. You're supposed to surrender yourself to a higher power as part of that program. It's one of the most important steps. It's like admitting that you're powerless against your addiction. So you have to submit to a higher power. I mean, he had lots of different sponsors who would suggest things like, dude, I like anything can be your higher power. Your cat can be your higher power. If you need like nature, more digestible running for it. Right. Exactly. So, Hmm. so I think so many amazing things that my dad passed on to me, but then when I think about things that like he did that, I don't necessarily want to replicate that as I've realized that's one of them. Like I think being kind of like a, you want to have faith in something. Not even necessarily that. I just don't want to say no to everything because, and especially like now, the more I think about it too, like it, it seems intertwined with like that kind of, uh, like hipster mindset too, of just being like right. cynical and like, Oh, like I'm I, with you there. I know what the eight really cool things are like, fuck everything else, which is it's just narrow minded. I'm with you there. It's, it's, it's like, it's a, uh, it's lazy. It's, it's a almost shortcut. like you need a third, you, nowhere. A, you need a third way though. Because if it's like there were, there was, did we talk about this somewhat? At some point I went to church. I think it was back. Why? Wait, you went to church. I was having because of your back problems. I was having the back problems were intractable. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Wait, did you go to like a faith healer? I, I went. No, I went to the, and I was like, "I need something bigger than just me in my head." Ooh, and me without Jenny or the kids. The kids were probably. I do young. remember this. How I could went, I? For, went like three or four times. Wow, just hungry for like connection, something other than me. Mm. And it was uh it was the, it's where isn't it where you had your, you've now been banned. What's the name of that place? Montview. Banned? Oh, the Park Hill. I'm not banned. The Park Hill PTSA is banned. I think. From, I didn't mean you personally. That's that's hearsay. The I big church on Montview and. I think it's a Presbyterian. I think it was Presbyterian. Oh. It was a very nice environment, but then I think about that now, and it's like, there's wonderful things about it. Be bigger than yourself, community, not being cynical, but it's like, does it have to be this sort of antiquated version of that? Yeah, where we're like, I'm doing a lot of gestures that listeners fantastic gestures. See, I I personally so there is this whole world of people creating new churches, trying to sort of speak to whatever. Yeah, I don't. I have no interest at all in churches or organized religion. To tell you the truth, to me, so how you going to connect to that bigger thing? Hiking, yoga, just you. No, I hike with my family. We connect. You know what's interesting too. Um, also, let you buy really. There have been some like some religious <laughs> some religious studies happening in this house. Uh, Nikki read that book by Rob Bell. What is the Bible? Have you heard of that one? No. Rob Bell's like a he's a pastor, but he's a frequent guest on Pete Holmes's podcast. Mm. But he wrote this book, kind of like explaining what the Bible actually is. It's like very practical. It comes at it. I mean, he's a, definitely a man of faith, but it, he approaches it as like a book of poems, essentially, like. Mm not to necessarily be taken at face value. And he talks a lot about the context. And then Nikki got this book that I just started reading about Mary Magdalene. You know, what who, is happening over here? Well, this is the interesting. What is happening? So the, was she raised a Catholic? A little. I mean, her 
father who went to Catholic school. I mean, yeah. she didn't go to church that much. She has a, a good friend who's also who like is on this really intense spiritual journey. Like she's yeah. kind of been exploring everything. And she comes, this person comes from a place of like pretty devout Christian faith as far as her upbringing. But she's at a place now, which I think is actually kind of close to where I feel like I am, which is that, you know, the path to enlightenment is just from within. And if you look at the, there is actual, actually a gospel of Mary Magdalene that they, what is happening on this podcast? This is interesting. (laughs) They, they found it or whatever they found pieces of it, but. It was, it's kind of been buried for a long time, but essentially what she said, Jesus said to her in like a vision or whatever was that, that it, the path to salvation is just, you, it's from within, okay. it's from within. You don't need like, and it rejected the notion of him dying for people's sins and like any of that being of real import necessarily that it's all, it's just accessible to anyone and it comes from within. So it's a more universal thing. I don't, I could see you doing it. I can't see Nicole doing this at all. Hmm. Meditation. Uh, she and her friend were actually thinking about going to do some meditation. Uh, that, I think that would benefit her. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be hard for her. It probably would. Because it's, I, I know something of her mind. You could do it better. <laughs> I feel like I'm, we're both. I've done a lot of that. Of I, meditation? Yeah. I, there are long stretches where that, talk about it going, that's the within. Mm. You know, forget, I, fine. I could spend my time learning all sorts of interesting things about the gospel of Mary. I, or I'm not saying like that. I could take the journey from within. There, there's some power in meditation. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, my, I'm, I've always kind of like leaned toward the journey from within. I think it's just what's interesting about this seeker. This reading is that like there are things that kind of confirm that like church is kind of bullshit. A Chopkins thing, huh? I think I think she's the one that first said this to me. Like that there are people like I think she said it in sort of an offhand way. Like oh yeah, he's another seeker. Mm. Which I think implied sort of that you're, you know, you're not distracted by the baubles of the world. You're taking an inner journey, trying to figure some stuff out. And you're, but then you end up kind of being like a dissatisfied person. Because all the answers aren't there. Seeker. But the rewards in the journey just continue Absolutely. to seek, right? Neil Gottlieb. What? <laughs> That's what, something he would say. Oh, I, I thought it was Neil Gottlieb that Kara called another seeker. She doesn't know him. No, that, was, that relationship blossomed later. We should just do a meditation podcast. Wait, do you have a mantra? You would do it. No, you though. God, it's all coming together. It's all coming together for you. It's it's in the stars, Mark. It's, They're actually it's major be a while. shifts. It's, but it's like a shift where it's like, okay, maybe we'll do a little yoga teaching. Maybe I'll do a little uh, We're at the threshold, Mark. You're going to start doing guided meditation. My ministry <laughs> is about to commence. <laughs> you let me know. I'll sign up. I'll be uh, number one. All right. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to charge you by the hour, but no, nope. oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gratis for life. Oh, you're grandfathered in. Oh, well, we knew each other in a past life. I'll be a VP of a spiritual outreach because hmm. <laughs> I know you're going to staff up. Well, that was quite a journey, Mark. Quite a journey. And I, I thought you'd enjoy that. And I was right. Look at the smile on your face. I'm, I'm beaming. Mm. It's lovely to be included in uh, your star charts. It's, it was a touching moment, huh? It was touching. Like I felt, uh, oh. I was excited to share it with you. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is like a level of vulnerability that might make Mark a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it could have. And it did. He masked it with laughter. Well, I blushed. He blushed. Touch but he, he, he wasn't able to sidestep the truth. Nope. He knows. I faced it. We know each other from a past life. Yeah. 
You don't believe in that stuff? Uh, eh, I don't know. What if when you die, like all your energy kind of dissipates and some of it clumps together and like a clump of my energy. Maybe we were in the same body at one point. Oh boy, there you go. Pieces of us were in the same (laughs) body. That's about right. (laughs) Ooh, it was a hectic person that we inhabited. No. You think we brought balance to that person? Well, it would only be like hunks of our energy. Maybe it'd be like your... The person was half you and half me. Or not even half. Maybe it's like a 16th of me, a 16th you, and then a 16th... In the grand scheme of things, we're we're not that dissimilar. I suppose not. You have more feminine side than I do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like not even missing a beat. Loving it. Just eating it up. You bet I do. You gotta be in touch with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's a gift. I probably... Then I have the whole sort of tightly wound thing. Yeah. Way more of like a <laughs> that's where you're like manly jock. I don't, think I, I don't think I want to be in that body. <laughs> I like a lot of it, but not that part. We're, we're, we're the tightly not a, wound mind. Jock about I was me. joking because oh, you called okay. me feminine. Okay, it was funny to be called feminine by such a, <laughs> such a manly such a, man. Such not a manly man. Hey, that's a compliment. It's fine. What's what's the virtue of being manly? What's that get you? Hey, past is male, future is female. The interesting thing is too, as I, I feel like I'm. In many, in many ways, more feminine than I've ever been, but I'm also doing all this manly demolition work in my house. What an interesting dichotomy. <laughs> Just ask Roy about that. <sighs> no, it's not like you go in and ask. I, him. I didn't ask him anything, really. Just I Just get the reading. So this is like a one-time thing. Can, uh, I mean, Nikki, Can he go deeper? Yeah, you could. Be, like, well, Nikki's, or do people ask him questions? Well, or? Nikki's friend who I was talking about at our suggestion went and saw him and spent three hours with him. And he just like changed, I think literally changed aspects of her life because it like put things into perspective for her, things that she's struggled with. So it was like awesome. It's like, a, it's, of course, it's like a little bit of therapy in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's like a, well, a way for him to kind of explain who you are in, in a non judgmental way. Well, and like his context is limited, but he's still like, I feel like he, he like definitely touched on all the things that make me me, make me click. You know, it was interesting. It, it, and, there, and there's just a little bit, of, there's enough of sort of um, the mysterious and unknown. Like when he said, oh yeah, the first first house of Sagittarius, Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not a Capricorn, I'm a Cancer. But oh no, there's probably this whole another level of whatever he's looking at. All yeah. the suns and the houses. and the, Well, you think of it on a surface level. I'm, so there's knowledge, you, you could go down the process of learning some of this. Yeah. Well, we spent, we spent a lot of time talking about our kids too. Their birthdays are one day apart. So they're the same star sign. So we're like, Oh, like how much different, how much variation is he really going to be able to your two kids? Yeah. How much much variation is he going to be able to detect? But he, he nailed them both individually. Like the specific things about Elias that like make him very different from his brother and vice versa. Different kids. Well, absolutely. But you know, you, you kind of go in, if you go in thinking like, oh, this is kind of whatever, snake mm-hmm. oil or whatever, you know, you might expect, oh, well, they're both. Oh, I see. You know, Capricorn. So, you know, whatever. Shout out. I mean, we could, should we put his contact information in the show notes? He doesn't, he doesn't want the calls. No, I mean, they, people he doesn't can, want all these podcast calls. People know where to find him. You, yeah, you, can find you him did a you beautiful job of finding <laughs> him online. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. I, for some reason, thought he didn't have an online presence, but I'd never well, actually searched. Well, I don't think searched. this is really an online pre- This is just him. There's a community. Mm-hmm. That he is, he blogging. does send a newsletter that kind of explains what that's what it is, what's going on in the heavens and how that that's what this is. How that well, he's got a LinkedIn. He's the man. 
He's got a LinkedIn and he's on a few. Wait a minute. Here's something. Uh, there's some weird web presences. Neil Roy. There he is. There's his, there's his, is that his house? That looks like an office complex. He doesn't have an office. Does he does. It? That's where I met him. It was like in this cool old office building I'd never been in. Doesn't look like much from the outside. Then you go inside and there's this huge atrium. And he said it used to be filled with. Yep. Really? That's the place. So he has an office. He doesn't do it out of his house? He does it out of an office, Mark. Really? Out of an office? A Spartan office. There was very little in there. But this is a... There was a table. Is this in Park Hill? It's not far. It's... Um, oh, it's the other side of... It's uh, this way. Yeah. It's south. It's south and it's... Oh. Very compelling. We could do this oh, off air. It's that way. <laughs> it's, no, it's like on... It's, like it's on Oneida. There. Oh, yeah. So it's that way and that way. South. South. Southeast. <laughs> Let's do this off air. Good Lord. You should go see the guy, though. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I would be intrigued. <laughs> of course you would. Maybe. I'll I, think it, I think even if you ultimately decided you didn't believe in it, I think it would still, still offer a, a bit of guidance. Sometimes it helps to like kind of sure. know how you're wired. Sure. I hear you. And I feel like there's science to it. I, it's, uh, it's like too, too weirdly accurate for it to just be there's, luck. There's, there's social science to it. Right, but how by looking at your but he he knew <laughs> Right, right, but 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 do you <laughs> do you dispute that he nailed you? He's like, Wow, this guy really speaks his mind. This guy's a straight shooter. This guy's authentic. Yeah, all right. Hey, I yeah, that's I, that's I mean, you at are... your core. Yeah, all right. All right. I, I I I grant that he nailed me. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And that's with a crumb. That's with the tiniest crumb. I grant that he nailed me a little bit. <laughs> you just wanted to say that. Tiniest crumb. Imagine what he could have done. Yeah. If that's he knew the time that you were born. We do have to move on. But in there, there oh, the time. That's the missing. That was the missing. I don't know how I'm going to find that out. Oh, shit. Adopted. <laughs> you got a major wrinkle here. Maybe my mom. Maybe my. Your mom. mother. Yes, my mother. Yeah. Well, in this context. Mm-hmm. There's a birth mother and a mother. There must be a time of maybe you can look that up. Ma Dukes. Ma Dukes. That's your the mother that raised you is your Ma Dukes. <laughs> what is that? Oh, guess what happened, Mark? <laughs> is I, that from something I'm not catching. This is some lingo. Ma Dukes. Ma Dukes. Oh boy. Um, ministry of one ministry. Josh's ministry. Ministry in the making. Ministry. If you just say ministry, people think it's the band the ministry. Band ministry. <laughs> Might pull a few extra listens. All right. Guess what? What? I'm at the skate park yesterday. Um, I swung by the Denver skate park for a quick morning sesh, Mark, and I'm skating around. And I, I gotta ask you, does Alex Bogusky own like some sort of Australian Shepherd type dog? Um, don't know. Because I saw this guy, this guy rolled up with his dog. Yeah. Looked spitting image. He looked a lot like Bogusky. This is the Denver skate park? Downtown Denver. Yeah, the mm, plat. Unlikely, but. Well, that's what I thought at first. I was like, well, wait possible. a minute. He's always kind of keeping his finger on the pulse of extreme things. Maybe he's just here to take in the vibe, you know, see who's ripping the hardest. Maybe he wants to pull someone for a Grimway <laughs> Carrots ad or something. I don't know. So I was kind of kind of keeping an eye on him as I was skating around. Wasn't totally sure it was him. 
Then he goes into the porta potty. The door's open. He's in there poking around in the porta potty for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Sounds unlikely at this point. So that's point. when I was sure that it was him. <laughs> no, but that did happen. Well, there he is. That's what he looks like now, I guess, these days. Yeah. That, <sighs> it could have been. I don't know why he would have been, unless he maybe lost something in the porta potty. Oh, well, maybe he dropped his keys. Uh, but for all we know, he's in Hawaii or. Well, no, what, it, he's biking. here. Oh, see, maybe it that's was why him. I'm, that's why I'm stalking him online here. He's here. As if it's the first time you've stalked him online. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I, I do not know. You do not know I how many times know. you have stalked him online? Oh, look at this. Interesting. So I, I think, oh boy. And every, and every so often he hits some of these photos. Okay. What's his other account? The one where he posts like surfing and brogusky. Brogusky. Because that, you might, if there's a photo of him at that skate park. He didn't look like he was on a photo mission. Oh, no. Now it looks like he's in Hawaii. See, it looked like, if it was him, I would, I would, I was thinking he was doing like some serious deep dive, some sort of market research. No, I don't think so. What are these kids shitting at the skate park? I think. Shining a light down there. <laughs> that is some deep dive. Are they eating the carrots like fast food? He's, uh, it looks like maybe he is in Hawaii now. All right, well. All right. Well, that's two of three things crossed off my list, Mark. <laughs> what uh, what news of the world do you have for us 38 minutes in? Jesus. Uh, well, you, you kick it off as per oh. the usual. Let's get right to Alkaline Vegan News. We Let's have, keep this. We've changed our whole approach to Instagram. We unfollowed everyone. No offense. Mass no, exodus. No malice, no spite. Just to focus on Alkaline Vegan News. Well, also just to focus on making great content right here, audio right content. now on the mic. I, I don't think I don't. I just don't have the bandwidth to do the video things. Don't don't fun as they are. Maybe every once in a while we'll do a little promo reel, just because. I mean, we're getting. What's interesting about us is the the longer we spend time together, the more handsome we become. <laughs> Must be that past life energy. Yep, we're just, we're feeding each other. It's cross feeding. We're getting younger the more we do this. Ain't that the truth? I found a great photo of this uh, this guy from Ministry. Look how old he looks now. That's Ministry. There's your show image right oh. there. <laughs> Oof. No. Um, what do we have here? Alkaline Vegan News. Oh, this is interesting. This actually came from the Human Food Project. Love that guy. Probably the last time we'll talk about them because we don't follow them anymore. We could always look them up. Eh. Not likely to happen. Uh, for the past 15 plus years, hardly a day goes by when I don't think about how our species evolved a dependence on microbes. Simply put, humans are obligate mutualist in that we cannot survive without our microbial partners. Fact. Fact. Over the last six years, working and living with the Hadza hunter-gatherers of Tanzania, I've been in awe of the extraordinary symbiosis not just between the Hadza and the flora and fauna of East Africa, but the stunning dependence the Hadza and presumably our ancestors have on the pool of microbes in on the water, soil, plants, and animals on the landscape. You see our species... What? You see our species, along with every other thing on the planet that walks, crawls, swims, or flies through the air, has evolved, with this, has evolved a similar symbiosis at varying degrees with everything else. I'm listening. To maintain a healthy diversity of microbes that perform blah, blah, blah. Okay, this goes on for quite a while. It gets deep. 
But uh, actually, I don't even know why I put this on here. We've talked about this enough. It's true. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to give you just a glancing. The hologenome theory of evolution recasts the individual animal or plant and other multicellular organisms as a community or a holobiont, the host plus all of its symbiotic microbes. Consequently, the collective genomes of the holobiont form a hologenome. Wow. Whole nother approach to evolution. Forget Darwin. Well, what's interesting about that is then... It's more of this Hadza business. Well, we've splintered off, right? We're adrift. Yeah, but we can, never fully, we can never fully drift. Right, but we're not like a species living in the same uh, right. environment that our ancestors lived in. Right. You know? There's and a, and clean everything's clean. scrubbed clean. We're washing everything off, so there's not a lot of like stuff to populate your microbiome. It's That's why we're having to drink a natural yogurty drinks by the gallon. That's right. And lick the cat. Lick the cat. Lick the cat. Um, That's what she said. Still not to alkaline vegan news. I'm, I can't really. You're not to even to alkaline. Well, no, I'm looking at the things I saved to Instagram. For some uh, reason. You got to unsave them when you're done. or you're, they'll just. Well, no, I mean, this is something we haven't talked about. Just but pick, it's a, it's a, a post from Eggplant Skate of the S Quattro shoe from fall of 1999. Oh, this was a skate shoe. Uh-huh. Um, and I, when I saw this, I had a visceral reaction to it. Do you see this colorway? It's, um, it's like lavender. Oh. It's all black, and then it's got gray mesh on the sides. Yep. This was a stunning shoe. That looks like a wing, like a dress shoe. That's a skate shoe. See, it's got laces. It looks dressy, though. Well, many a skater would wear this shoe to a wedding, I'm sure. Uh-huh. We used to have a joke. You could always tell when there was someone getting married in Littleton because the uh, Walmart would be sold out of khaki dickies. But it's kind of true. Really? There were many dickies at my own wedding. Like all, any skate rat who showed up, like, yeah, that's the skate rat wedding attire. It's like all black skate shoes. Yep. And the... Uh, New pair of dickies. khaki dickies. In fact, I was listening to someone talking about shoe design. I, I listened to a lot of interviews with skaters. I think it's this dude, John Buscemi, who has his own line called Buscemi now. He makes like high-end shoes, but he was talking about how they'd always make a colorway of any new shoe that was all black for the, for the waiter, the waiter skaters, the skaters who are also waiters who work in the service industry because they can skate in those shoes, but they're all black. They can pass as like a dress shoe. See what I'm saying? So what happened to me, I get these quattros. My, my, my roommate at the time worked at a skate shop down on the Metro campus. So I got a bit of a discount, but I had my eye on them for a while. Brand new. I was actually skating down to the Metro campus to go to school. And I was skating back behind the Denver pavilions through an alleyway. I saw this puddle. It just looked like water. So I kind of like was going around it. I just hit the edge of it. Ooh. It was a huge puddle of grease of like, like, I don't even know, like cooking grease. Nice. And I, it immediately like my board shot out. I Ugh. landed in the grease. Oh, ruined a pair of pants. But the gray mesh on the side of my beloved brand new Quattro's got soiled and I could not wash it out. So eventually I tried to just color all the gray on that shoe with a black permanent marker just to make it look uniform, but it just fucking smelled. <laughs> so that's what happens. This is a big thing on Instagram right now. There's a lot of nostalgia surrounding puffy skate shoes of the 90s, and a lot of brands are reissuing these big shoes. I mean, a lot, you, is a lot the right qualifier there? Yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia happening right now. Dude, have you puffy looked at... Puffy skate shoes? Have you looked at like... No, I haven't looked at the whole... 
every skate culture on Instagram. No, but every major fashion house also has like their oh, own version okay. of like a puffy '90s skate shoe. Got it's, it. It's a worldwide phenomenon, Mark. Kanye. Yeah, I mean he's he's riffing off of that. Letterman wearing some. Did you did you watch that? Yeah, I did. That was great. I really enjoyed that. All right. I got to watch the rest of them. I only watched that one in the uh, what's the next one? Ellen. Huh. I've watched Jay Z and Kanye. I think. Well, Jay Z was last season. Well, I'm not, I'm not. I've seen all of them. I ain't got time for that shit. I don't either. Did you know, Mark, that we're him watching Frasier from the beginning again? <laughs> the whole family for the second time. I am. Ugh. It's so much fun. They, I think they like it. Because we finished Parks and Rec. They watched that whole thing. They watched the whole office. Yeah, Parks and Rec. A little racy. They're all a little racy. That's We're, why Frasier's better. It's not as racy. It's true. We're watching Friday Night Lights. Ooh. Yeah. I'll bet you that's good. That could be... There's some adult material. Quinn would love it. There's so much making out in it. And like, <laughs> Just like teenagers getting all teenagery. Yeah. She'd probably be into it. Yeah, I bet she would. But it's it's like... What's that on? Uh, Are you renting? You got to pay? Uh, Amazon Prime, I think. It's free. It's free? Woo! I think so. Oh, I'm in! Yeah. Well, at least season one is, buddy. <laughs> you know me in a screaming <sighs> streaming deal. Uh, did you know Himalayan pink salt is the most alkaline food item on the planet? Mm. Not sure why I saved that. Uh, did you know this? Eating a banana can cheer you up. Bananas are the only fruit to contain good amounts of both tryptophan... Tryptophan. Tryptophan and vitamin B6, which together help the body produce serotonin, the natural chemical which alleviates mental depression. Sorry. You know bananas are good. Yeah. Why don't you eat some? I do. You know what? I've been buying them. No, you don't. Here's what I do. I buy them. It's like feet. I buy them and I intend to eat them, but then I never do. And then when they turn brown, I put them in the freezer and then I pluck two out of the freezer Set them on the counter for like five minutes. Let them thaw just a bit. Then the skins peel right off. And I use the frozen bananas to make a shake. Okay, sure. Life hack. <laughs> and a lot of times... That I'm is put- a life hack. I, always, I often make smoothies out of bananas that are past their prime. But yeah. I've never... I, duh, throw them in the freezer. Throw them in the freezer. You don't have to do it right away. And that way, yeah, then they don't get fruit flies on them. Fruit flies. They don't gross everyone out. That's another problem with a project, Josh, as your home is remodel fruit flies. Goes. Is the back door just wide open all day long? Our house is full of fly flies, horse flies, big old flies. Because you can't wait. What are you going to do? Shut the door. There is no door. That's how it's going to be in our case. There's not going to be a door. All right, Mark. I don't know if you can do this 30 day challenge. Maybe this would be a good 30 day challenge to get you through this home stretch of your home renovation. Is this Alkaline Vegan News? The one and only. I'm not going to do it then. Here's what you're not going to do for 30 days, Mark. Thank you. Now you tell me if you can muster the strength. No no processed food. That one's a little gray. It is a little gray. Because isn't cooking food processing it? What is is the... It's a process. I would interpret that to mean boxed. All right. So those chia bars I love. Well, no. Like, yeah, those are processed. Can't have that. But if I made the same thing at home, that would be processed because I went underwent the process of making it. Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck yeah, it's a good point. A lot of bullshit floating around in the world, Mark. No, like, no, like box of crackers. It's one of the biggest talking points in the ministry of Josh. Let's cut through the noise, Mark. <laughs> what is processed in food? No processed sugar. Can you do that? I mean, I could, but I wouldn't like it. No meat. I could do that. No dairy. I could do that. No GMO foods. 
couldn't do that. No canned foods. I could do that. Uh, I could do that. No fast food. Totally. No alcohol. Totally. No seedless fruit. Got to eat the seeds. <laughs> Why could I even get a hold of seedless fruit? That's the problem. It's hard to get a hold of, but like the 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 nutritional no gut punch of we- fruit has been diminished because we've what genetically the modified them to not have seeds. The seeds where all the nutrients are. Yeah, but you don't. That's eat like the, the little seeds. nugget of the new fruit. You don't eat the watermelon. You're seed. supposed to. If you were a, mm. an avid reader of Alkaline Vegan News, you would know that you were supposed to be if eating I was watermelon a seeds. The tribesmen, tribesmen. I mean, yeah, I'd eat. They're the full seed. of magnesium. No microwaves. That might be tricky, right? Because you're probably microwaving everything when during the pause on the wonderful ingredient you just mentioned. What I'm suggesting, though, is that is a bogus, no seedless fruit. What he means is don't eat. Because I mean, what if I want to eat like a bunch of clementines? They don't have seeds in them, do they? Uh, A true clementine would. Oh boy. I think yeah. He was saying eat authentic fruit. Yeah, eat fruit that hasn't been bred to be to be sterile that you won't find anywhere anyway. Got it. You want fruit with gonads? I'm not gonna be able to find that. I I they had last summer. I was able to find seeded organic grapes, and now this summer I can't fucking find them. Let's do it. Let's start a seeded fruit line. I think we should bringing back the seed. That's the future. The future is the past. It's a cycle. It's a big circle. Everyone's invited. (sighs) Here's what you're going to do for the next any, 30 days. If we had any ambition, we could make that happen. You're going to eat plenty of fruit. Okay. And by extension, it's going to be seedless. Or seeded, excuse me. It's not. Uh, you're going to drink three ounces of grape juice a day. <laughs> okay. Three ounces, Mark. Three ounces? That's like what? That much? That's like a little shot. Shot glass. Uh, you are going to eat one salad a day. Okay. You are going to drink one gallon of water a day. Ooh, okay. A gallon? Hmm. Uh, you're going to meditate. Okay. You're going to exercise. Yeah. You're going to get plenty of sunlight. Ooh. You're going to go for a walk. Okay. You're going to visit a sauna. What? You're going to get fresh air, which I would assume would go along with getting a walk, going yeah. on a walk. But. Okay. All right. And then you'll see what happens. You'll... I'll report back. Well, what's going to happen, Mark, is that uh, you'll have good health. So that's the secret to good health. <laughs> Thanks. It's that 30-day challenge. Man. Who knew it was that simple? And while you're out taking that walk, strap on for the sun cure, Mark. Careful. There is not a tissue or function in the body that is not favorably affected either directly or indirectly by sunshine. Except for melanoma. Exactly. Cancerous <laughs> tissues are adversely affected. Uh, the sun's rays enable the animal, as they do the plant, to analyze compounds and to synthesize new ones. Sunshine is an essential catalytic agent in both plant and animal life. Sunshine. Alkaline vegan news. Yeah, always a treat. Um, benefits of laughter. So oh, you eat boy. that banana. Thought we you're were in not. such a good mood. You start laughing and then you're going to reap the rewards, Mark. You're going to have replenished lungs. Okay. You're going to have relaxed muscles and uh, a general easing of tension throughout the body. Reduce stress hormones in the body. You're going to protect the heart. You're going to increase immune system yeah, function. You're going to burn calories. Oh this is one of these. I got you're it. increasing serotonin and endorphins in the brain. I got it. What else? You don't get the benefits from doing that snarky kind of, yeah, yeah, that's not laughing. Oh, that's not. <laughs> and it's not going to work with fake laughter either. All right. Since I'm about to begin, uh, you know, your ministry, my journey toward ministering yogi secrets. I still don't have a, what's a good title for this show? Your ministry, Minist- not ministry. I don't really like that word, honestly. Oh, Ooh. 
I had to, I had to reckon with it when Roy told me, and I was like, Ooh, ministry. Yeah. What an audience. A little... <laughs> yeah. How about just an audience? Well, ministry suggests kind of like an interdependence, right? Ministry suggests like they're looking to you for more than entertainment leader and follower. Yeah. And, and religion. I probably should be the leader. All right. Did you know, uh, standing forward bend, uh, it calms the brain and helps relieve stress and mild depression. And of course that's because when you're doing a, a forward bend and, and breathing properly, you're getting okay. oxygen that's rich or blood that's rich with oxygen is just flooding your brain. Yo, uh, what, what do, uh, what do famous yogis, what kind of names do they have? Is it just their names or do they give themselves cute little nicknames? It's up to you, man. Who's that guy I used to watch? Yogi's Choice. Brian Kest. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness. Power Yoga. Out in Santa Monica. Hmm. Like early in the Yogi oh, yoga days, we had one of those CDs. See, if I'm going to do it, I want to do like a series. That was just his name. I think you need a name. You need to be like a personality. Yoga. Like Wailana. I want to yeah. be more like her. Like I want to just film how like little meditative videos where I'm on a Haber burger in front of the water or maybe on one of my hikes. Burger, burger. Uh, That's too Germanic. Ooh. You've already got one at the ready. I was going to recommend a hike to you. Oh. Down in Monument, Colorado, uh, you go off the Red Rocks road entrance to Mount Herman, I believe it's called. It's a one and a half mile hike straight up 2,000 feet. This mountain. You know who surprised (laughs) us all? Is our old dog. Your dog? He led the charge the whole way to the top. Oh. What does he do off leash on a hike like that? He wander? Was on, he was on a retractable leash. But oh. when he's off leash, he will wander and like walk kind of off to the side and keep an eye on things. What I've noticed with George is, well, the different dogs are different. But George has always been, she will wander. She'll definitely go off the trail and go like up the hill and check things out. But she comes back. Yeah. Other dogs will go away and just sort of like disappear. As the older she gets, the less she wanders off. And the mm. more she just kind of sits there with you, she'll go up and come back, go up and come back. He got to go on a nice uh, off-leash walk last time we visited the Orient Land Trust, home of the Valley View Hot Springs. But you can, you can walk up to this We didn't even talk cave. about your, your several days at the nude, nude springs yeah, while over I was my watching birthday. your bunny. Oh, yeah. You watched my bunny while I went to the Naked Hot Springs. Past life connection. In action. God, what a sentence. <laughs> you watched my bunny while I went to the naked hot springs. There's your... <laughs> <laughs> Can you watch my bunny while We've I got go- competing show subtitles. <laughs> uh, forward bend. Stimulates the liver and kidneys. Stretches the hamstrings, calves, and hips. Strengthens the knees, blah, blah, blah. Oh, helps relieve the symptoms of menopause. I don't know. I like lying vegan news. You just not a lot of salaciousness. No. Hey, but a lot of laughter. We've we've been through. We, I, I don't think he can shock us anymore. We he, know his huh? game. His him and her. I assume it's a he. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Didn't you say it was a husband and wife team selling sea moss and bladder wart and kicking off Instagram posts? I guess maybe I with a close that. relationship to Doctor Norse. Doctor Morse. Doctor Robert Morse was also Doctor Sebi. Dr. Sebi invented Wait, We the... shouldn't even really talk about... You can get killed for just talking about Dr. Okay. Sebi. Dr. Sebi. No, I think I saw like a thing on Alkaline Vegan News. 
is suggesting that um, Nipsey Hussle, like his shooting, had something to do with him being an outspoken advocate of Dr. Sebi. Oh, boy. So, Dr. Sebi is the mucus guy. It all comes down to mucus. Hmm. And I think his followers believe that he was killed by our government or someone lobbying mm-hmm. for the pharmaceutical Sounds powers. Good. Nothing's outside the scope of reason when you really think about it, Mark. Well, you've destabilized everything. There is no truth. Mm-hmm. Are you done with Alkaline Vegan News? Yes. Should I power through some of these? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll, we got to get to an interlude. It's been, how long has it been? It's been 56 minutes. Yeah, let's get to this interlude. So I'm going to just power through. All right. Give the people what they want. They want a nice long... Um, well, of course, on. this one might have to get them through another file. Slather me in live pharmaceutical grade bacteria, baby. Ooh. Even a germ killing brands now want to sell you germs. Isn't that ironic? That is. And that's that, the same hawkers of hand sanitizer are now flinging microbes your way. The world's best known antibacterial labels are pouring millions into probacterial health and beauty startups. You get the gist of that, don't you? Yep. Great. Interesting. Burros, burros. That's exactly right. Moving on. Potato. F- yeah, sure. Just a little update for there's, you. There's no like products, lead products charged, leading the charge mm, the way. Well, if you really want to know, I can try to click on something. <laughs> I can't. It's going to lead to dead air. We can skip it. Let's skip it. I don't know. Potato farmers cry foul as PepsiCo sues them. Really? What's the what's the scoop? They faced this is in the New Delhi. This is back in April. Oh boy. Just days after multi-billion dollar conglomerate PepsiCo sued four Gujarati farmers in India asking them to pay 1.05 crore each. Must be a lot, right? There's no rupee crore rupee, I don't know. There's no, There's no this conversion. Is, this is an actual. This is an actual clip from an Indian newspaper. Where are you finding that? Oh, I'm, I go deep. Wow, your tendrils. So wait, you're back on the Twitter, huh? No, back on the Twitter. I will occasionally check Twitter moments just to figure out what's happening in the world. That's not a barometer. It's, it's, well, where else am I going to go? News app. <laughs> News app on my phone. Yeah, sure. Make me look at my phone. Do I have to set that up, or is it just curated for me? You kind of, it'll give you like the basic news and then you can kind of fine tune. Is it already on here? Probably. Maybe I deleted it. See, I try and I, I get like a broad, like I don't, I don't uh, discourage them from sending me like Fox News and stuff because I kind of want to know like all the crazy. The oh, you do, huh? Yeah. I want to see what those uh, weirdos are up to. I think I got rid of news app. MSNBC too, home to. One nope. conspiracies from both sides. It's nope. the only way you're going to get a balanced account, Mark, at this point. I'd have to reinstall it, maybe. All right, moving on. Moving on. Um, so Pepsi Sudom said they had to pay damages for infringing its rights by growing the potato variety used in its Lay's chips. Uh, the, the commentary is here is that, so PepsiCo thinks they have invented potato, mm. even if they have made some changes to a variety, but how much they own of this. Sounds like a Monsanto type move. Ubel Agro Works. There you go. Bayer type move. Defend the local farmer. Shame on you. Moving on. 
New, this is, this is titled, Can Anything Stop It? What is it? New mouse study finds level of liver toxicity for what ingredient? Ooh. Oh. Liver toxicity? What, what ingredient can't be stopped? In terms of producing toxicity? In terms of all the wonder, this would be. <laughs> Dandelion root. CBD. That was not a good CBD. But yes, okay. Everybody loves it. But what are you trying to say? That was misleading. You made it sound like there's some ingredient that's causing liver toxicity. No. What I'm trying to say is that here's an ingredient everybody thinks can cure everything under the sun. Except cure all. for liver toxicity. But in all of these studies, there's there's more. You're like, oh, it helps do this. It reduces the stress. Eases this pain. But now it can't save a liver. We've found one. It's not. It's not that bumping it, up against the liver. It's, yeah, it's not so much that it, you would take it to improve your liver health. The problem is that if you do take it, here I'll tell you. It's bad for your liver. Right. Uh, it has found a level. Oh, of liver toxicity for CBD, putting up a big caveat to the notion within the hemp CBD world that its products have nothing in the way of safety concerns. That's still rather murky. Um, like what did they discover? I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out. Evidence of liver injury. Mice. They got a high dose. It did something to their bilirubin. Uh, cause for further, there is a potential for liver injury. If you look at the Epidolix label, that's the drug, uh, it clearly states a warning for liver injury. It states you have to monitor the liver enzymes. Five to 20% of the patients developed elevated liver enzymes. Hmm? It's not meaningless. Hmm. There is a potential, here it is. There is a potential for herbal slash drug interactions. So I think... What drugs would I wish would like to do the world a service and tell them? It's probably whichever pharmaceutical company paid for that study. It's their lead product. Okay, it's interacting you go. with CBDs. Conspiracy oh, you don't want to take CBDs with our everywhere proprietary everywhere antidepressant. You look, there's this conspiracy. What is the freaking? What the, what are the interactions? You told me you were prepared. I was not. I've been misled. I feel like I need to convey this information. I feel like I need another drink of the coffee we're drinking infused with we'll Laird the- Hamilton <laughs> super shrooms or mushroom. Let's get to the freaking uh, power power interlude and we'll pause. Oh, you want to do the interlude now? I'm almost there. Once I can. Ah, fuck it. If, if you're on a drug that has some sort of liver connection. Not what even necessarily. It could be a drug that did anything else, but some component of it combined with CBD produces a toxic enzyme. That wouldn't necessarily even have to be a liver-focused drug, Mark. Because it all goes through the liver. So it all, it's all connected. It is. It's, it's a symbiotic... Um, I can't figure this shit out. Watch out. can't figure what out. Oh, just reading that article? Yeah. Who, uh, Hank wrote this too. No, no, I'm not ready.
9,000, episode 146. Welcome back. That was uh, live at Jittery Joe's. Mm. It's like a little coffee shop in Athens, I think. That was Jeff Mangum. Neutral Milk Hotel. Performing uh, Baby for Pre, which was on the album album on Avery Island, which, you know, his next record was the big one. Aeroplane Over the Sea. I don't know that album as well. That song's on the album, but that's a live version of the song. Mm -hmm. But in that same set, he was working out a lot of the songs that went on the follow-up album. So I've been reading this book about In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Oh, one of those guys. One of these 33 and a thirds. And it's funny. I've had this book for a really long time. I I think it's... Is it a signed copy? It is. Signed by who? The author. (laughs) Kim Cooper. Okay. Well, my friend JC, who's like a publishing magnet or whatever, he, he gave me this way back. I remember like when it came out and he was like freaking out. He loved this format. And I remember I was like so mad at the time 
because I thought I should have been the one to write this. Like the, the ultimate hubris. Like I, and my only you my thing was fan? like when I, I I mean everyone kind of discovers this record or so or whatever. Like tends to like hit people at a time in their life and kind of defines that error in their life in some instances. Which is, I, I felt like the themes of the album were speaking to some like things that were happening in my life in terms of like loss and grief and heavy shit. But it was just kind of funny because I, th- I I felt so I felt like th- I should have written this book. This was gonna be my you know. But then then I started reading this book. And I found it because I've been cleaning out the house. I've been reading it in the bathroom. I'm like, oh wait, no, this is actually what this book's supposed to be. This is a book about the making of the album. Like my my if I'd written this book, it would have been oh just bullshit. <laughs> right. Like, right. You know. Yeah. So, about my shit. Right. So apologies to Kim Cooper for not reading this book sooner. And thank you, Jason. What JC, does it say about this me? song? Anything special? Not so much about that song, but that set. If it's kind of crazy because I I bought that CD live at Jittery Joe's. It was just kind of like a guy recorded it and just wanted people to hear this music, so he released it. It wasn't like really a label release, but I bought it at some record store in Chicago. It was on Lincoln. Oh crap! I'm not gonna be able to remember what it was called. It was a good place though. It's okay. Um, Call it a. Max is on East. Uh, no, it was on Lincoln. Fuck. Um, anyway. Whoa. So this Jittery Joe's thing, it was actually like a art gathering. And, the, and, and when you listen to the recording, when you sing in Two-Headed Boy, you can hear this baby in the background going, ah. <laughs> and I think if you were listening to it, you would assume like, oh my God, someone brought their kid and kid can't stop making noise. But no, that kid was a performer. What? The kid had like all this gear on. I mean, he wasn't, the kid wasn't supposed to like necessarily do anything specific, but it was he, part of a, a performance performer? that had happened that night. So, so in their mind, like the kid was contributing, was also performing. I want to look this up. Am I gonna, can I YouTube it? Mm-hmm. Jittery Joe's. Is that going to bring it up? Jittery Joe's. Jittery Joe's Jeff Mangum. Mm-hmm. Live at Jittery Joe's. 48 minutes. Yeah. The CD had like a... It's got a weird video file on it too that I'm having trouble opening. Yeah, I mean we just listened a, to some. A baby for pre. Where yeah. you'll find me now is the first song. It sure is. It's a Two great song. Boy, I will bury you in time. Garden mm-hmm. head. Oh, comely. Anyway, this is a fascinating book. When I'm done with it, if you want to read it, let me know. Absolutely, it's really interesting, and it's crazy to me that. That that the in the airplane over the sea was recorded in Denver, like near where I was living right. at the time, it was recorded. And I was it recorded at the place on Colfax or not? I think it was over in Five Points. Five Points. I came about. to that album very late. I think through you. Really? Dining, no, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, dining out. I didn't know about it till then. You know who I turned on to that record? Jonathan Ames. You and Jonathan Ames. Our sh- I told him I like knew he needed to hear it, and so I sent him a copy. What is and that like, guy up to? Well, I found out that he wanted to use. He told me that like he had a, he did a pilot for Showtime. Yeah, and they used one of the songs uh, on that record for like the trailer, the what teaser, songs? off in the airplane over the sea, like oh. Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. oh, you turned him on to it. Got it. I mean, last I remember, so he had he was doing this sort of weird artistic stand-up thing and boxing. That and was a long time, a long time ago. ago. Mm-hmm. And then he did the show with. He had bored to death. Bored to death. He created that show, and then he had this other show after I that it was called with Patrick he... Stewart. 
uh, where Patrick Stewart played like kind of like a talking head on. I mean, is he writing books now? What's he doing? I don't think he ever stopped. He's always been a performance artist and an author. And He's got to be getting old, right? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Ames. What are you doing? I mean, right around the same time I bought Live at Jittery Joe's, I think I was probably reading. I, I wrote an article about it. I did an interview with him. I wrote like a couple articles for JC, for JC's magazine, Stop Smiling, about Jonathan Ames and his boxing and stuff. And I met him. Uh, he was... There was like a, a live radio show being recorded at this restaurant on the north side. And so I went out there and he was a guest and then he came and sat and talked to me for a long time. Oh, and he was really sweet. And it was funny because he's like a doodler, you know, mm-hmm. he's always drawing funny little pictures. And like I had my notebook and your, your I, reporter's notebook, my reporter's notebook. I also am a doodler. And so I, it was just funny because like I was flipping through and he was looking, he was kind of just glancing over and I was like, oh God, there's drawings all over. He probably, th- he probably thinks I'm like some super fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be just like you, Jonathan. It says here, uh, so in recent years, he's got a novel mm. expanded in 2018. You were never really here. I haven't read that one. And creator, writer, executive producer for two years, 2015, 2016, Blunt Talk. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Patrick Stewart. Was it a Blunt Talk? Sounds like it's like a interview show well the, Patrick Stewart played like a character who had who was on like a big news network who had his name was Blunt and it was and like wrote, his show I know I think it was about him having like kind of a breakdown if I'm not Blunt talk yep Patrick Stewart Jackie Weaver blah, 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 blah. I watched I'm, a few episodes it was pretty good Seth MacFarlane executive producer we know that name I mean I family do. guy yeah yeah <laughs> where do they show this all right whatever what was this on a network? Mm, FX, I think. Something like that. All right. Moving on. Whew. Whew. All right. We got a power. I've gotten this. so personal this episode, Mark. I'm sweating. I stink. Ooh. It's like that sweat. It's a, it's a different kind of sweat, you know, when you're opening up. Oh, right. Like the sweat has a different tang. As opposed to just going for a jog in 90 degree heat. That's a different That's, smell, though. That is, like, a, that is an impersonal sweat. This is a personal sweat. Yeah. It's like the difference between the um, the sex hormones released during intercourse versus pheromones? masturbation. I hadn't really... I was going to take it to that level, but that's probably true. Much weaker release. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Mm. These are the names and locations of the top 100 people who are killing the planet. That's this is like a fucking hit list. <laughs> it's, it's what's hilarious about it is it's this tiny little infographic that you can't make bigger, <laughs> and there's no discussion over it. Thank you, Twitter moments. So let me see if I can. Oh, maybe I can make it bigger. Come on, mm. here. Oh, wrong way. Oh, mm. here. You want to know? I'm gonna throw some at you. Uh, let's go in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Omaha, we got a guy named Rick Lanoiha who runs Kiobit. It's an energy company. That's that's as much detail as you're going to give us here. What about? Well, there's not a lot of detail on here. I don't understand. So ooh, he's he's ooh, like an energy hog. Denver. Huh. Michael Hutchinson, Westmoreland Coal. Ooh, <laughs> is this like the CEO? Yeah, this is like really like a hit list. I think it's a hit list of CEOs around the globe. Who wow. probably run the most polluting? Uh, click for the full size version. I tried to do that, Jordan. 
Anyway. Where do you want to go? I can't get a full-size version. Unbelievable. Oh, boy. What I can do is this. You name a place, I'll tell you a person to watch out for. Uh, Seattle, Washington. Oh, Seattle. I don't know if there's anybody in Seattle. Let's see. Closest I can get to Seattle is Cloud Peak Energy, Colin Marshall in Gillette. Mm. How about Sacramento? I got a Bay Area, Mike Worth, Chevron. Go global, man. Uh, Bangkok. Bangkok. Yeah, I got a Bangkok. Bang it. Somruidi Chernangokol. Somruidi? Chernango. Cher... Chamangol. Chimangol. Chimangol. Of Ben Poop. There you go. Ben Poop? <laughs> yep. Poop Poop. I got a Pyongyang. The Ministry of Coal <laughs> in Pyongyang. you got a Pyongyang? Who's Yang you going to pee on? I got a Doha, I got a Vienna, Zurich, Paris, London. Major heat wave happening right now in Europe. Have you heard about this, Mark? No, is it true? See, Twitter Moments is fucking withholding information, man. The Autobahn is melting. Like, they've had to put a speed limit on the fucking Autobahn because it's crumbling. Oh, man. And, you know, in Europe, it's not like here. Speaking of air conditioning, most homes in Europe don't have any sort of, like, air conditioning. Hmm. You know, so, so heat waves a, a public health a big crisis. deal. Yep. Yep. Nope. That's not on Twitter moments right now. You have violent, uh, violence erupting, uh, in lines at swimming pools, public swimming pools. People try to get in just to cool down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So, there you you know, go. know this, you know what it's coming from Mark? Can you, can you wager a guess? Where are that hot, hot, hot air? Where is, what's the origin of the hot, hot air? This room in Europe right now. No, in Europe. Uh, Russia. Uh, it would be cold, probably, if you've traveled north. No, that air is blowing across the Sahara Desert, the world's largest desert. Oh, Jesus. What, <laughs> what is this fun fact? God. I was just trying to get a little reaction. Uh, a little reaction? Yeah. <clears throat> um, what else you got? That hit list was fantastic. <laughs> yep. If only I could enlarge this. That's going to be the title for that moment. This important recap for Yogi Josh. This has all been wonderful. A review of Fish Studies 2019. Oh, this one's coming back. <laughs> that face. Is this that thing where there's the college with all the fish courses? Oh my God, yes. I've just come back from one of the coolest, most stimulating and invigorating and definitely one of the most far out experiences of my life. It's strange to me that I can be open-minded about so many things that... <laughs> but fish... Look, there's even like For whatever a reason, it's poster. where I draw the line. Is that Octavia Cortez or, or what? No, that is AOC. The, no, that's the Fish Studies Conference at Oregon State no, University. No, but that lady looks like AOC. It's not AOC. Uh, I didn't, didn't read this. I wanted to give well, you some. probably wise. Mm, an illuminating listening session we enjoyed with three musicologists fully breaking down three different chalk dust torture jams. Okay, wait, didn't you buy May tickets? May 1792. The famous Camden 99 and the epic Randall's 2014. That's Aren't you going? Didn't you get tickets to go to like three nights or something? I got all three nights. Oh my God. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm living it up. You're, how are you like? I'm expanding my. I know, but you're like too old for so many things. But three nights of fish, you're just ready for. Are you going to travel in that pack? Are you going with the. I'll go in and out of the pack. Yeah. I also got lawn so I can go Stan's lawn. Oh, I see. 
But are you going to do it like you did last year where you're just a tumbling weed? You're just Mark Brush riding his bike to Dick's Sporting Good and then Probably. like, hey, hey, I bumped into my friend. Probably. Who else am I going to go with? All you right, I'll take that tab of acid. Woo! No, no tabs. No tabs? How about just straight liquid? Mm-hmm. Liquid LSD. <laughs> straight. One-to-one THC CBD just gummies. Whatever they got there, just roll the dice, see what happens. Well, you've got delicate sensibilities. Absolutely. It could, it could either be like... i to control my experience. Complete enlightenment or just inward collapse. That's what happened. That's what happened before. <laughs> right. It was that 10 milligram... It was collapse. that THC lozenge, if I recall. It was, it was 10 never, milligrams was too much. No, it was that... That was okay, but then it was the other... The additional... The old... Niederhauser... <laughs> that was so smooth. <laughs> Nobody could hear that. Wait, but you did acid? Is that what you no! said? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Do hey, that's personal. It's too late. It's a personal that. journey. I wish I'd done that maybe in my 20s. I think your 40s is probably the best time to do it. I think my mind might crack and never... No. You'd be fine because because you, you're so wise. You have so, so much experience that you can funnel through this new prism. That's what that, it is. It's like a that goes south like that. It's like a prismic lens. It's like it changes your lens on reality, Mark. Oh, look at this. Look at the combat. Wombat on Fuego commenting to this post. I don't think I'm smart enough for fish. <laughs> There's the eye roll. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to if if you want to dig in, link is in the show notes on Medium. <laughs> it's the one place I can't go. Medium? Fish. Me- medium and fish <laughs> concerts. All right. Here we go. This is good. Craft introduces. This is a new product to help trick your kids into well, eating more vegetables. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a microbe infused mac and cheese. Nope. In fact, I'm going to give you. Well, I would like to. Not, here, I'll just show you. Can you see what that? What is that girl doing? What's she holding? Like a little squeeze bottle of salad frosting. Calling it salad frosting. Oh, that's disgusting. Look at you. Is it sugared, though? Is it like a sweet glaze? Uh, let's see. How stupid do these people think kids are? Here's the catch, Josh. It's just a slim tube of ranch dressing. Wow. You know you know, you know where you find that kind of innovation? Where? The bottom of a porta potty at the Denver <laughs> Skate Park. I think that's what he was looking for. Because that's what that sounds like. It's like that make it, eat them like they're junk food. It totally is, but I it's like how... It's not ranch dressing, it's frosting. But isn't that super brazen? What do you think, though? I think a it's kid? Super brazen? I think it's just fucking dumb. It is dumb. And it won't last. But would it trick a kid? It might actually trick a kid. Boy, until they taste it. I'm like, oh, God, it's just <laughs> ranch dressing. That's actually kind of a bait and switch. It's not welcome. Like, if you hear the word frosting, you're thinking of sweetness. And a certain consistency, not right. runny ranch dressing. Ooh, ouch. Kind of a dirty trick. I think it's going to blow up in their face. You heard it here. Hey. Yogi Josh. Oh, God. <laughs> the cat just sneeze on you? Sneezed all over me and it was wet. You should just lick that right up. That's going to be so good for your <laughs> biome. Oh, my God. That's like liquid gold. <laughs> you should just lick that right up. You know how many times, how many hours I spend each day coke, trying to coax a sneeze out of that cat so I can just catch it? Oh. Right in my face. Bound to backfire, I'll call this one. Bound to backfire. All right, I got one left. We're just plowing through these. This was super quick, too. Mm. Field Trip Ventures. Field Trip Ventures. Advancing the science of therapeutic psychedelics. This shit's going mainstream, brother. The first 
venture capital fund focused exclusively. VCLSD. There you go. Oh, oh call it that. I don't think I gave it a title yet. VCLSD. Good for you. So many strange things are happening in concert right now. It's, it's, it's weird that we're living in like a fractured... Oh, yeah, that's right. Mushrooms are legal or, or decriminalized. In- well, there's so much ugliness and just nastiness out in the world that's coming to a head. But at the same time, you're seeing a rise in all this kind of like deeper understanding and right. That don't don't cosmic. It feels like it's a struggle. Like one of those is going to win. Yeah, I suppose it's nice that as one ratchets up, the other rises to meet it. What it seems like the nastiness is this very clear backlash to the success that the gentler, broader understanding of life has been advancing for a long time slowly. And this is like the death throes. Can we fight it down? You would think no. Yeah. What's we'll see. And this could be completely wrong, but it feels to me like the vast majority of people are not in that negative, nasty camp. And I feel like we're being right. manhandled by this little group of fucking peckerheads. Yep. Well, because a lot of them are old white men with power. They're greedy peckerheads. Greedy peckerheads. Greedy peckerheads. Hey, episode 146, <laughs> Greedy Peckerheads. About Field Trip Ventures, our uh, field trip, that's a good name, Field Trip. Head out in the field and take a trip, bro. Our mission is to heal the sick and better the well. Mm, Better the well. Through therapeutic psychedelics, we are a first-of-its-kind venture that is blending operational execution with strategic investing across all aspects of the psychedelics value chain, from basic research on botanical psychedelics to operation of world-class clinics focused on psychedelics-assisted therapies. Dude, too soon? I'm sorry to ideate on you, but I just got an idea for an app that could... (laughs) The world couldn't be more ripe for this. It's called TripSitter. And it would be perfect. Think (gasps) think about this. Look at you. I I get it already. You get it. You're at the Fish concert. You've had too much, even just THC, and you're going inward. You're going to a dark-ass place. You get the you hit the trip sitter app, and maybe and maybe it's just a series of pleasing mantras. Maybe it's just like, hey, so it's a virtual, or it could connect you at somewhere or like yeah, a fish or, show. Or it could it be like, like, hey, this person, Jill, get over to the <laughs> get over to the stands, G twenty four. Yeah, this guy's freaking out, and then she can come over and be like, hey, brother, hey, brother, it's, it's okay, okay, man. man. Just, just lock into the vibes, the groove, bro. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, come on, do that weird flappy raggedy Andy dance you were doing a minute ago. Come on. <laughs> But that's kind of what people go. That's why you get your little cruise at these shows. Built-in trip sitter. Built-in trip sitter. But for the tumbleweed, like you, <laughs> the tumbleweed. you need you need to outsource that trip sitting. <laughs> the tumbleweed. Or what if you're like you know not around? I don't know. I I just think I think it has legs. I think trip sitter has legs. Trip sitter. I like it. It's pretty good. It's two. That's the second thing we could you know. Yeah, that we won't get around to. What's an idea worth? Nothing. Remember what was my other one? Uh, well, we the, had the, uh, the seated... up cup, up cup. <laughs> yeah, the up cup, cup was up. all right. It was like that celebrity. It had celebrities that were. It was where if you give you a free if cup you of have coffee? the app, if you bring a reusable cup to any participating coffee shop, a celebrity buys you your enter. Coffee. No, well, you enter a lottery. It's like you get to pull the slot machine. It's like ding, and you might get a free cup of coffee, and and then that free cup of coffee comes to you courtesy of one of the Leonardo celebrity backers. Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Mark. Leonardo DiCaprio's got your caramel macchiato today. Hey. Thanks for bringing your own cup. Yeah. 
Not bad either. That's a solid goal, bro. A little bit more complicated, but yeah. A lot of moving parts. I feel like trip sitter is a little easier. Trip sitter, you could pull trip sitter beta could just be very basic indeed. Very basic. You know, charge. If you had like a like a Fitbit or something that was tracking your pulse, that could even be helpful too, because they could check your heart rate. Be like, oh, this guy's like on the verge. We need to wash him with green colors. Starts buzzing in. Put in your earbuds right now, because that's gonna be be like, hey. It could just be like old Alan Watts recordings or some shit. Just anything to talk you off the ledge, tumbleweed. <laughs> Call me tumbleweed. <laughs> Maybe that's is that a good title? Tumbleweed. I love tumbleweeds. Tumbleweed. Just one though. Tumbleweed in the ministry of Josh. <laughs> tumbleweed. Yeah, it's. T- oh boy. That's too long. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I don't want right. to disrupt all the SEO success we've been enjoying. You got it. I think we've crushed this episode. Back in the saddle. Like we never left. Best episode ever. We'll just give a little peek. Give the listeners a little peek into what happens after the mics go off. We just look at each other and go, that was best episode ever. Oh, that is what that. Well, no. Usually that comes like a few days later. A few days later. When I've listened to it in the car, I'll text Mark. Be like, dude, 145. Best episode ever. Actually, I don't know if we said that about 145. The last episode was the experimental. (laughs) It was out in the the bowler. I guess that was a pretty good episode. Oh, no. What was weird about that episode is most the of it was live just, stream was what's throwing was it. us fooling around with Instagram. And see, look how we reacted to that. Stripped it all down. Never. You don't need it. You don't need it. We were distracted by the live stream. The bowler was rocking. And then someone came a knocking. Super you awkward. Did, you didn't know how to brace it yet. That's my point. Oh, it rolled over. It did tip. Um. Here, maybe we should just throw a little video. You could, you, you could, uh, on the, on the Instagram stories since we're fleetingly. No, no. Just talk about the episode. Promo episode 146. 146. Am I live? Yeah. Best episode ever. You'd yeah. be an ass not to hear it. You'd be remiss if you were remiss to miss it. Remiss is better than ass. That's right. Right. All right. Great. What's it doing? I don't know. This is what happened. You need to end the show and then do that. Well, no, it's just like locked up. It's just like this weird little floating thing. (laughs) All right. All right. We'll be back for 147. At some point in the near future. Not this long. Right. Man, I wish we could talk about your studies, your research projects. Nope. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. That's what'll bring them back for 147. I can't even tease.